Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to Daf Differently. This is Rabbi Noah Bickard. Today we'll be studying Masachet Eruvin, Daf Lamedhe, Aleph, and Bet. After establishing the fact that both Rav and Shmuel agree about the dispute between the Tanakama and Rabbi Eliezer in the Mishnah on the bottom of the previous page, the Talmud brings another interpretation in the name of Rabbah and Rav Yosef that the dispute in the Mishnah concerns a wooden cupboard. The Talmud reads, Rabbah the Rav Yosef to Amre Tarvaihu, Hachaba Migdal Shel Eitza Sakinan, Demarsavar Klihu, Vein Binyan Bakalim, Vein Stira Bakalim, Umarsavar Ohelhu. According to the position that this cupboard, this wooden cupboard, is a kli, it, it's a vessel, the prohibitions of building and tearing down don't apply to vessels, and therefore cutting this kind of thing open is, presents no problem on Shabbat. On the other hand, if it's an ohel, if it's a tent, then those prohibitions of building and tearing down, in fact, do apply, and therefore to get into the cupboard would constitute breaking Shabbat. All of this must be understood in the context of what follows in the Gemara, where we find a very particular understanding of what's going on in our case. At the end of this sugya, according to this line of reasoning, the real issue here is that the cupboard is tied up with rope. This then leaves us with the following question. Since I've clearly got a knife lying around and can very well cut the rope if I want to and get at the food which constitutes the Eruv, perhaps then I should consider this Eruv to be a valid one. On the other hand, how do I have to think about the act of picking up that bread knife, or whatever kind of knife it is, and cutting the rope? Is that an appropriate kind of Shabbat activity? The Talmud explains this paradigm by inserting this new question between the Tanakama and Rabbi Eliezer, at least as understood by Rabba and Rav Yosef, into a pre-existing framework for thinking about questions like this. Tanakama savar lak Rabbi Yosi. Da'amar kol ha-keilim nitalin b'shabbat humi masar ha-gadol v'yated shel macharisha. Rabbi Eliezer savar lak Rabbi Nechemia. Da'amar, afilu talit, afilu tarvad, e'ni talin ela l'tzorech tashmishan. It's determined that the first Tana holds the same view as Rabbi Yossi, who thinks that all instruments may be moved on Shabbat except for two things, a large saw and the pin of a plow, things which basically have only one use, and that one use is a totally forbidden one. On the other side of this disagreement, Rabbi Eliezer holds the same view as Rabbi Nehemiah, who maintains that even a garment or a spoon may not be moved except for the purpose for which they were made. You should know here that the halacha follows Rabbi Yossi. Go ahead, look it up in the Rambam in chapter 25 of the Laws of Shabbat, number 9. In other words, even if the utensil you want to pick up is normally used for something else, according to Rashi, this might be cutting food, that's why I used the example of a bread knife before, if so, one may indeed move it on Shabbat in order to do something else with it, 
in this case, cut a rope with it, which is locking the cupboard. This being the case, the Eruv, which is locked up in the cupboard, is totally reachable, and then the Eruv is valid. According to the rabbis, an item is either prohibited or it isn't. You can either pick it up and use it, or you can't, on Shabbat. We don't have to concern ourselves with thinking about whether or not the use to which I now want to put an item is its normal use or not. But the Gemara doesn't choose between the positions the way the poskim do. I understand logically why the view that ultimately wins out does. It's simply much easier to put items in one column or another column. Either I can or I can't use the object. It's easy to make rules, and when I do so, it's easy to figure out what the law is. And yet, there is something powerful in the rejected position. That Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Nehemiah want us to think not about the ontology of objects, but about the experience of using them. The question is not, what kind of thing in the world is this? The question is, what kind of person am I when I'm doing this? It's not about the knife. It's what I'm doing with the knife that matters. And so we should always keep this in mind. And even though that position is rejected, perhaps the most wonderful thing of all about studying the Talmud is that we don't only have to concern ourselves with what the final halakha is, we always have to face the facts of the rejected opinions and somehow, even though they're not normative, include those into our religious lives. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.